There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome everybody once again to Oh a Sopranos podcast. As always, my name is Joe Spellman, and this is David Fudernick. Do you say my name in Joe Spellman? My name in Joe Spellman. <laughs> Three seasons in, you're still perfecting the intro. That's that's, right. that's reasonable. <laughs> uh, and I'm Paul Golias. And we're talking O Sopranos Pod on Sopranos Pod Sopranos. Oh, shit. Meta. This episode, season three, episode four, employee of the month. It's a it's a tough. humdinger, guys. Yeah, this is a tough app. <laughs> tough, tough. Uh, Johnny the nuts not touching this one. No way. He refused. No, no giant, he insisted, and we we refused. <laughs> yeah, even Johnny the nut yeah, knows, knows like, better. you know, he he's an avid watcher of uh, Law and Order SVU, so he's uh, well aware of these types of um, mm. situations mm. and storylines. Well educated. You know, and he doesn't support it. He doesn't support um, the storylines. He doesn't support. Oh, okay. All right. All. Oh, I thought you meant some of the oh. scenes. I thought you meant uh, messing with the Russians. Oh, no, he, 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 he definitely writes some sick shit, yeah. but he can never condone something like no. this. Good, good on um, him. Good on him. Um, good on sure, him. The bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> this is a softball for Johnny the Nut. Yep. Do you condone rape? No, but so this episode, yes, of course, season three, episode four, originally aired March 18th, 2001. Um, this is the episode, of course, everybody remembers where Dr. Melfi is unfortunately sexually assaulted and must uh, make a decision over whether she wants to tell Tony or not. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that go down this episode, we have uh, the Russians getting some probably justly deserved revenge on, on Janice for stealing Svetlana's leg. 
mm-hmm. or leg. As, Fuck you, uh, you are callous. <laughs> Fuck you, you are callous. I was like, oh, he's right. Yeah, he's, 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 he's not wrong. So he's right. so Russian true. side on this. Feel terrible that this guy ends up uh, in a fucking uh, store display. <laughs> guy was just doing his job. Come on, he's just uh, I still love to see the guy end up in the store display. But yeah, uh, at least he wasn't dead. At least he wasn't That's murdered. True. That's right? true. Right. Um, he could have easily been killed. Right. And then also this up, we got Ralphie taking Jackie Jr. under his wing mm-hmm. uh, after being passed up for for cap or no not after but he is also in this episode passed up for captain mm-hmm. um by tone but uh you guys you guys want to get into it let's any any yeah. thoughts up top nah. um any uh, any uh any words you want to say about um sexual uh, violence uh, on uh, screen uh, and, and uh, this is uh, not no, really but this is, um, this is i mean this i i find that the, the the two hardest things to watch in the whole series are um, the rape scene and when Bobby gets killed. To me, those are the two most painful things. Obviously, Bobby getting killed is not nearly as uh, intense, but but I find personally, I find those two things the most upsetting in the whole series. Yeah, I would I would put this up as the most upsetting thing for to watch. You know, I've I've fast forwarded through it. It's it's like incredibly graphic i mean especially for 20 years ago Mm -hmm. uh i mean there's there's recent stuff with like game of thrones and and the sort of gratuitous sexual violence on screen there that people were up in arms about um and this was 20 years ago and this was and there were people vocally uh you know calling david chase and and the producers pronouns out back then for this and not just the sexual violence of, of Melfi, but like, mm-hmm. you know, all of it. But, uh, but yeah, this is, this is, this is a tough one. You know, we make a lot of jokes here, but, uh, um, I'll just, well, let me ask you though, like, um, since you're more familiar with like the shit that David Chase caught, mm-hmm. um, I mean, Robin Green is one of the co-writers of this, um, episode yeah um i'm just curious like was the criticism that like this was clearly written like from a male perspective of what rape is and what the experience of rape is no i I just i think people felt that it was like um it was too much like you didn't need to go there like you didn't need to show it in because they show the entire rape start to finish Right. And uh, and you're right there with them, mm-hmm. and that that's uh, not something you get on Law and Order SVU. True. Uh, so so I mean, I th- I feel like it was sort of the criticism was sort of lumped in with the rest of the violence that that comes uh, with the Sopranos. Season three is an incredibly violent season, especially towards women. I mean, right. even in this episode, uh, Janice gets fucking smacked around. Sure. You know, and you know. Hey, that was maybe I'm not deserved. saying she deserved it, but like, oh, she did stole a woman's leg. Right. Right. Um, uh, also, like, she's just like a horrible human being and she's uh, terrible. Yeah. And, and Tony warned her like, right. Don't, don't do this. Right. Um, but yeah, not to victim blame. I mean, dude, but, tiptoe but, around it, all this. No, 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 no <laughs> absolutely. But like, don't you, uh, for me, obviously as a fucking man who has, mm. um, never experienced um, being sexually abused in my life 
and obviously never experienced um, as a woman being raped. Like, don't you think it's interesting from a storytelling perspective that we see um, how a therapist dealing with their own trauma Mm -hmm. has to carry on being someone else's therapist while while carrying their own shit? Yeah. Of course. I mean, that's, that's, that's a super interesting storyline. The thing is they, they sort of like more or less drop it after this. We don't, we're not seeing Melfi over the course, over the arc of like a few episodes dealing with this. And I'm not even sure it's mentioned. I mean, maybe like sort of in passing or or something like later, but, but that's, that doesn't end up being what the story is. The story. And, and I think it's better for actually to have it all be in this one episode of Melfi having to deal with, uh, the moral quandary of am I going to uh, sick this, um, you know, violent mobster on my rapist right. and exact some revenge where the law failed me? Right? And which, of course, uh, like, I, like uh, you know, as a viewer, like you want, you want, you want Tony to fucking like hurt this guy. Well, that's the thing. That's the or thing. Do, like, or do you do you not? I, I, me personally, I do. But maybe that says something <laughs> about yourself, like, you know. What is justice? Like, you, what is actual did, justice? Did 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 David Chase really get like, like they got? You know what they got more shit for, even even more than than the Melfi rape was um, the Tracy getting beat to death outside the the Bing. Which that makes yeah, that, well, that, that makes all I was going to say like that's a pretty hard I, one too. I mean that's I, that's and, not the next episode, right? No, that's or, that's, that's uh, like, university, right? I know, yeah. So so that's like, like two episodes episode seven, away, like, maybe yeah. Um, I, I, I think, um, also like, I mean, they do like, you know, they do talk about things that like probably wasn't, definitely wasn't talked about then. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, how about how, like, well, the police don't give a fuck, like how, um, how like her husband is like victim, you know, blaming her. Like, I mean, I, so I'd be, so I'm kind of, actually, I'm not surprised that people would be like oh my god i can't believe you did this and not get the underlying messages that maybe uh someone like i don't know robin green i don't know if it was her idea or anything or or some or what they were trying to highlight uh in this episode that you know i don't think any television show was doing 20 years ago no that's for sure Um, i mean ultimately i think i think the point that david chase was trying to make was uh, I, I think he wanted to like show the audience, like yes, okay, uh, we we all know that Tony Soprano is a bad man. We all know that members of the mafia are not good people. Um, but by the end of that episode, you are looking to Tony to be the arbiter of justice, uh, in the cruelest way, right? Go well, she, do the worst thing possible to that person. And Mel- every, Melfi and, sees him as that in her dream. Well, that's what I'm saying. But right. we are sort of like Melfi right. is like the the conduit for like, you know, that's that we're on her side. Right. We want that. Right. Um, and that's but ultimately, I think she makes the right, just moral decision, um, mm-hmm. by not going there. Uh, right. And and you guys might disagree with me, but I but I think that's and that. I admire her for that. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I do think that that's the takeaway is that like she's a bigger person than we are. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Not as we a t- are, as a TV, like she is the as a TV viewer like who like is searching for maximum entertainment within the episode of a television show, <laughs> you want to see a it's like if it was like a fucking slave owner or something like Dave Chappelle is always right. like I, I'm going to fucking have a slave owner get shot every day of the week because it's so like entertaining <laughs> to him. Like we want to see a rapist like get like hurt like yes. a, as a TV yeah. viewer. But yeah, on on a human level, like it shows that like she she's not willing to do that. She's not willing because like she would she would um, essentially be calling out a hit on someone because she knows that Tony would kill the guy. There there's so many reasons and there's so many people who just like want that blood. Right. You know, they they want that. Right. Um, and I think that's that's first in and of itself is telling. That and in real want to see that. And in real life, that. like it's more complex than that. I mean. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, look, sexual assault, especially rape, is is one of the worst things you could uh, any human could possibly do to another human. Right. But murdering them is that is that meeting out justice? I don't know. I'm right. I'm just posing that question. You know, because Melvi didn't die; her life did not end. Right. So murdering that person, Jesus Rossi, after he after this episode, maybe he goes on to um you know redeem himself somehow. I don't know. But he's not given that opportunity if Tony fucking hacks his head off. Um, right. But yeah, that's 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 the big question. But so that's our we we kicked it off with the big um, deep. The oh, big as deep we shit, but, yeah, as we have to for this. Right. You know the chain of command thing is kind of weak. Oh, how it gets like, thrown I out. I feel like I need. Uh, I feel like I want more explanation. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Again? Oh yeah, like how that's they dropped the ball. Like, the, yeah, how, like, the how the ball. did the chain of command right. get? F- like, it's. I mean, I understand why they did it. Like, you know, from us, from you know, they didn't want to like make this a big thing. Mm-hmm. I guess and it just like, sort of like you know, they're just writing it for this episode, and then it's not going to continue. Um, or you know, um, but I'm sort of like, uh, I guess I, I guess part of me, the SVU and me wanted more. <laughs> Uh, reason why that they can't do anything anymore don't you think it's also funny that this you know it's like yes it's the moral high ground like you know for tony not to do anything but when someone hurts his his sister that's the start of this he attacks them and we're like, yeah, cool. But her, but her sister, his sister, was like, in right. I think that I think that's very, uh, like, that was very it's intentional. A great juxtaposition. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Um, because they knew that Janice mm. was not a fan favorite, and so it's this interesting sort of like, yeah, you your sympathies lie with Melfi when she's sexually assaulted, and then when Jan- Janice has ribs broken by some Russian goons. Uh, we're like, yes, <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, right? which is sick yeah. in its own mind, but also, you know, chance sucks. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I mean, what are you gonna do? When she's like shittily playing, uh, I can't get no satisfaction on the guitar. You're just like, oh yeah. Well, fuck I mean, it. that was oh that God. was the toughest part <laughs> the to great, watch for me. Was... <laughs> great touch. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then by the end of the episode, she's uh, swearing herself to the Lord, yep. Jesus. Who, which also coincidence, uh, she 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 goes like all religious uh, for Jesus, while Melfi rejects Jesus. Yeah, Jesus crossing. Is that true? I don't know. 
that some writing or is that just i don't know look i don't know uh, <laughs> we'll move on maybe maybe um uh do you are do you have any big questions uh for uh that you're gonna pose to us because i have a, a take about the whole episode yeah yeah let's hear it or like or, or like an, or like a take a part, part of the episode do you think that um do you think that Tony is afraid of Jackie April? Jackie like, Jr.? Like as a big like a, yeah. What Jackie Jr.? Yeah. Afraid do you think him? that he for like getting payback? He is afraid. No. Do you think that he is afraid of like him getting stronger? Because because Christopher keeps saying he's the he's the heir apparent. He's the he's the heir apparent. Um, <laughs> that, Hair you know, he's a, a, a uh, yeah the hair apparent. Um, he's pleasing the April crew in some way mm-hmm. by putting you know, uh, Gigi in there. Um, you know, Ralphie I guess is probably well no Ralphie's like a Tony guy. Um, yeah, like and 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 it and did he promise him like Christopher's like, did you like you know he doesn't necessarily like did did he it. promise his dad that. To, yeah. to protect Jackie yeah. Jr. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I never, really I never know. thought. Of, uh, we, I mean, obviously, yeah. it's not something that happens on camera. We don't. Right. And um, honestly, Jackie seems stupid, but he also seems like a little savvy. Like that score worked, and it was his idea, and um, he can't. He's obviously not book smart. He also doesn't mm-hmm. like um, hold back like like the lunch meeting. Like he doesn't hold back like giving it to Tony. Like, yeah. Yeah, and he and he sort of tells Tony it was a good idea to promote Ralph, even he though does, like yeah. yeah, like he he well no he, he no he says it was a good idea to, good pass idea to pass over Ralph. pass over Ralph oh pass over yeah. that's what I meant. He has a sliver of like savviness that I'm like that he's very eager huh. to show, <laughs> and and I and I feel like they're writing like. Is this real? Does is, did Tony like? I thought about that, know, and I, um, I, I mean. Well, I never thought about it like that. I don't think I don't think Tony's afraid of him. I don't think he sees him as a threat yet. He, I think he doesn't. I yes. think um, he doesn't see any imminent danger. Right. But I think you know, Christopher talking, and he says it a few times, not like in episodes previous. Like, you know, he's the he's the heir apparent. Yeah, little Lord Fuck Pants. Little Lord Fuck Pants. I think more than more than he saying he. What you're saying, spells. I think they were sort of starting to, uh, one like thread for the season is like how Tony treats Christopher versus how Tony treats Jackie Jr. Right. You know, and that conversation they have in the basement in this episode, where where he's like, you know, he's not like us. He's not one of us. His dad never wanted this. You know, it's it, but Christopher's like, oh, but it's good enough for me. Like I'm okay. Like it it, it is interesting. Like if like if but, if Christopher didn't exist. Would Tony disregard what, like, let's say that, like, Jackie Sr. did ask him to look mm-hmm. after Jackie Jr., mm-hmm. would he disregard it anyway and, and use Jackie Jr. in that capacity? Um, like, I, his, his, clo- his close, I... like, right-hand person, like, setting them up to be, you know, like, family, you know. Yeah, I'm skeptical of it because I think in Tony's mind, he lumps Jackie Jr. in with his own kids. He lumps him in with like Meadow mm-hmm. and AJ more than Chris and Chris's generation. 
So I don't, I don't, I can't possibly see. That's true. Uh, but that, but that's a good question. I mean, why? Like he, 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 he does, he does in a way. He does in a way, yeah. But, but he, but he also like. I mean, especially as as the series goes on, he's definitely leaning on people Jackie's age or or that sort of thing for muscle. For that's true. Benny, Benny's probably around the same age as him. Like. His, Maybe a little older, his, but like, yeah, what about little, Muscles I mean, Marinara? Yeah, or, Muscles uh, Marinara. Pen, uh, what's his name? Penny Annunziata. He calls him Penny Arrabbiata. Oh, yeah. The yeah. guy he punches like after he's been shot. Beats up, yeah. He like beats up. I mean, yeah. Tony was, Tony was, and Tony was someone who was young, mm. who sort of rose through the yeah. ranks after doing something big. Right. And he's like, well, this is his kid. Like, he must, you know, and I, and I respect his father. And and his uncle wasn't 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 someone to like you know he 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 came to an unfortunate demise but like you know it was someone who was also posturing against him like you know if we're if we're if he's like thinking about like this family he's and you know his own family Mm -hmm. I feel like in the he's got a little bit of like I have to nip this in the bud before. You know, and 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 Christopher, I think he is easily um, someone he can manipulate. Whereas Jackie Jr., he's not sure. That's true. He's trying to manipulate him, and and it's sort of work, and it's sort of working, mm-hmm. but it, but it's also like he's he has a harder time manipulating. Sure. I mean, maybe in the or, way that know, Tony Soprano doesn't. Sometimes he he, uh, especially with regards to his mob activity he he acts in ways that not even he realizes like what he's ultimately doing it's sort of like instinct for him so Mm -hmm. maybe in the way in the back of his mind but i don't think at the moment in the story when this episode airs and all this goes down i don't think he's seeing jackie jr as like a credible threat to his power uh no but i don't believe because when christopher christopher says like he told you what he told me to look after him. Like, I don't think Jackie April ever said, "Like, I don't want, I don't want my son." Uh, I don't want you to. Do I this. mean, they they may have discussed AJ and Jackie and said, "Like, eh, our sons, we I, they, I they, they can do though, better that, than this." That he, that he doesn't, and maybe he is lumping him in as AJ, and he's just like pass, like you know, mm-hmm. he's just he's just doing that, um, and like being the de facto dad. Yeah, but, but in the but in a little bit, I feel like I feel like it's just a subtle thing that they're really doing. Obviously, I think, like I, it goes nowhere. But I, like, I think it's an interesting idea. But I do feel like it's hinted at, like in the flashbacks to when Jackie's in the hospital. He talks about like you know, see how smart this kid is going. Like you know, like he's so excited that he's yes, going to Rutgers was, and all that yeah. shit. You know, like I I sure, I, I, sure. I do think that maybe there wasn't an official like. Hey, Tone, you got to look after the kid. But like, I think <laughs> right. it was maybe like unspoken. Yeah, you know? Tony sort of intuited what Jackie like, Senior for, wanted for his kid, like, and it wasn't the mob life. Yeah, and especially without Jackie being around to to, to like tutor Jackie Junior into the mob life. Like, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. Could be I think I think like be because true. it because I think Tony we see in the in just the last few episodes like he really is like, hey, I promise this guy like. I look after his kid. He's not going to get into this, all this. And and he's actually going out of his way to tell Christopher, like, yeah, hey, I don't want Jackie Jr. involved. Like, mm-hmm. leave him alone. Like, 
and he is weird. He's, he's coming off very earnest about it. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, like, is this the most? Because mm-hmm. it's 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 one of two things. It's either what Spell said, which I never thought about, which is he's no, nipping something in the bud, mm-hmm. or you know, he's he's trying to honor his his dead friend his dead friend's wishes, and like we we haven't have we ever seen him like so altruistically try to go out of his way to try and do something good with no benefit to himself. Right. So it, it's one of those two I things. Think, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I don't and ultimately know. Ultimately he fails like, clearly. <laughs> right. Uh, Jack Jr. Well, Tony yeah. fails too. I mean, yeah. Him. I mean, Tony more or less yeah. uh, pushes Ralphie ultimately to, to take him out. Right. Um, yeah, because I and I, I mean I I think like you know uh, he um, shit. I, well, it's like I kinda, it's like the, I, I'm start I'm start I, I started feeling this way like while I was watching the episode. I never thought of it yeah. before, but like so you know like it, it, you know Richie was a problem. Now Jackie Junior is a problem. I mean it's just like yeah, like ultimate like he yeah. It's like the veto situation. He ultimately Tony ultimately decides to do what he feels like he has to just to move on for, for business sake, you know? Yeah. Like, right. The veto thing was a problem for business. The Jackie jr. Thing is a problem. Like it, it, like the longer, like those situations progress where someone like isn't taken care of, Tony looks weaker. So like he ultimately just decides to like fucking okay. People's deaths. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think you're right. Um, but so other other big thing this episode is um, Johnny Sack moving to Jersey. Yeah, doesn't tell Tony, which is very weird, <laughs> right? Like yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> like Tony yeah. has every right to like be like kind of like disturbed. What's going on? Yeah, he's like, I'm not gonna stick my beak in. And then ultimately, we know Johnny Sack is becomes one of the biggest thorns in Tony's side. Right, because then Ralphie yeah. comes running to him and fucking... Um, yeah. Introduction of Ginny Sack, I think, right? Have yeah, you seen her? I believe so. Introduction you know, of the uh, a, a million Ginny Sack jokes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Biggest great. hypocrites in the fucking world. <laughs> oh, my God. He comes, and John's walking in uh, like yeah. right after. <laughs> All Dude, you I, know, I, I, I always got to laugh when... Yeah. It's like, what? You don't keep up with current events? It's right in front of you, you, you illiter- illiterates. I fucking die when he says it. So, uh, but that's and that's so the other ten ten wins. Do we get a ten ten wins? Introduction is uh, wait what? We get a ten ten wins and a WFAN shout out on this episode. So, <laughs> we you know. do. We shout do. out to uh, you know, Tri-State Radio. Yep, yep. Um, the Esplanade is another big. Uh, Big thread yeah. that's actually for the rest of the series. Yeah, uh, Museum of Science and Trucking. Oh my god! <laughs> so good. So good. I, I, what, I mean, what the fuck? How much did that? The, how much did that? What the fuck is that museum? Or twenty-five million? Do you think they got? I thought he said twenty-five million. He said twenty-five, and then Zelman says a hundred million. How how much of that money is going towards the Museum of Science and Trucking? What the fuck is that museum? <laughs> that's i mean and they keep like that's a thing like uh i think in the fifth season with um with uh what's his name the guy who ends up being a rat he's like wearing the museum of science and trucking hat that has like the bug in it yep uh yeah Yeah, jack is it is it jack Jack masseron is it is it science and trucking like together or is it like (laughs) 
there's some science and there's some trucking. I mean, science of trucking, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's just science and trucking, but like, like, you know, is it like science about? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's just like a science wing and a trucking. Wing. It's so uh, New Jersey. I mean, yeah, yeah, I would be all over that trucking wing, <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. Like, I would be like, Dad, Dad, my dad. If I was a kid, my dad would go ham at the science place, and then uh my um i would go over to the trucking thing and try to see how i can drive <laughs> Get a, truck. a truck if yeah. there's like a if there's like an exhibit in that museum about like here's what you do to drive a truck i would be it, it is something that like children would love like science and trucking like you know kids love tr- big trucks yeah yeah so, yeah our president loves big <laughs> yeah trucks. yeah uh, <laughs> whoa whoa so, whoa 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 whoa, whoa. Too political. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Too I'm political, sorry. I'm sorry. Dude. Don't even mention yeah, him. Too Don't even mention him. Um, yeah, that, that, yeah, that museum is hilarious. Yeah, what is, what is um, Paul, Paul? He says like he's like he's worth this assemblyman's worth every fucking penny. Yeah, that was a, oh yeah, that's the first time we've seen assemblyman. Uh, yeah, no, 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 he was no, at no, no, uh, the funeral. funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's I, that's that's the whole thing that that leads into. Um, like the rest of the, the series is, is the mob just milking off this like state and federal project of, of turning this like waterside stretch into Tribeca. Which, yeah. Which but. never fucking gets finished. <laughs> uh, maybe because everybody oh, on the it's job just... is a, is a no work job for the mob. They yeah. sit around and smash Snapple bottles on each other's yeah. heads. Steal, just steal tile and fucking smash Snapple <laughs> bottles and eat donuts. Yeah. This is definitely what's gonna become of the LA River, like when they like wanna like revitalize the LA River. Yeah. It's just gonna be for fifty years, it's just gonna be like half a museum and then like <laughs> marshland, like right next to each yeah. other or homeless people are just gonna like inhabit. Oh, wait, uh, the back of speaking of marshland, the back of Johnny Sack's house, like there's like like huge farming like tractors, like yeah. looks like they're like it's like you know, farming crops and shit back there. Landscape alone was like a hundred grand. <laughs> also, what was that? What was that? Maybe he was putting in a farm <laughs> when uh, when when Tony first shows up to yeah, he's, the he's, new house. He's growing his own tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> when Tony first shows up to the new house, he's got like a a gift for Johnny. It's like this big, like brown, like leather clad wood box. Yeah. It's the, the box. It? <laughs> it looks. It oh, he got like cigars. It, and... No, but it's like it's like big it's not yeah, a cigar probably box fun. it looks <laughs> it gun. looks like the box uh from gremlins when they fucking <laughs> buy the mogwai yeah yeah it's like, like what 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 could possibly be gremlins um probably gremlins it's probably gremlins um here here's some gremlins for you other th- other um, things introduced this episode or set up for for uh later episodes is um uh melfi asking carmela to come into therapy Mm-hmm. which i think is great um yep mm-hmm. oh that was that is a great reaction that is a great shot a great um lesson in just like being very still on camera her reaction yeah. to that i love i love there um like when he says like oh well, my my therapist wants you to come in and yeah. she like basically doesn't make <laughs> it doesn't do anything yeah. it, it yeah, reminds me like, wow yeah. that's just fucking that scene awesome. is so well acted because it just it, it it's it's so authentic to like 
a man who is talking about a woman who is someone he's really attracted to and doesn't yep. want his wife to know that he's attracted to her. He's like, oh, you know, because of the knee. I, he's just like talking about her knee. Like, I'm just like worried about the knee. You know, I mean, a knee can yeah. be really like really in his head. He's just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck, dude. She, oh, the this this woman I'm like kind of in love with, like is hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, oh, I mean, just I kinda... really worried about her knee. Me? <laughs> yeah. I will say too that she really like she starts the episode looking like very um, Dr. Melfi like beautiful and he's like what's that oh what's that new thing and then like she yeah. acts really well and the makeup's done really well just like she looks awful yeah. well, I mean that's the like, point like she comes in and it's like around, foxy like... little number in the beginning and then by the end she it, it's sort of like she is looking frumpy like on purpose because that's like her yeah. defense to yeah. uh, further sexual assault, which is incredibly sad and scary. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, but, but yeah, I think, but Carmela's reaction to that whole thing is, is interesting. Uh, and, and, you know, we're praising Edie Falco's acting left and right, but gotta say Lorraine, Bra Lorraine Bracco fucking killed uh, this episode. Just yeah. the oh, therapy yeah. scene. Yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. the, the scene of the assault itself, but like, the therapy scenes with Tony where she's like trying to put on a happy face mm -hmm. um, is, is just maybe the best she does in the series. Yeah. So, and, it's and, a, and, and of it's course that final scene. Yeah. Excellent yeah. ending to the episode. I mean, oh, I got that. Yeah. Just it hits you in the gut. Yeah. And you're so whatever, but um, what please Elliot with the terminology, <laughs> that guy, I <laughs> think this is the last, last we see of Richard LePen or no, he, we see him briefly, I think, in the Christopher episode when he's like yes. watching the coverage of like <laughs> the Columbus Day riots. But that's that's it. They have a moment. They have a moment outside somewhere because I've uh, used that clip on Yarn where she's <laughs> like, "This is where you bring your errands." Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's from season Irish one. Name, that's from um, Legend of Tennessee Multisanti. Yeah, that's yeah. Because uh, that's, that's when oh, they're in season one. Yeah, because that's yeah, yeah that's of whole, course. Oh jeez! That's when they've split up. Yeah, because that's remember. when they've like initially split up. Like, because because they've gotten oh, right, back together right, right. in this episode. Yeah, but um, and this, right, and right, that, right. that was the episode where the, like because often Richard Lapena is used as like the eyes of the Italian American community who sort of like you know stick their nose up at um yeah. TV or film uh, mob centric stuff. Yeah, yeah. like Italians Italians who feel so you said he was Puerto Rican by this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's so taken aback. Wait, um, Dersh wait, oh Dershowitz? <laughs> his name was Jesus Dershowitz? I thought you said his poor. Oh, no. Very offended. Um, and so he was an attorney that raped you. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, so this was on an I So was this on an island? So you had to be an attorney or a doctor. So you're saying this Never was please a everyone. No. Oh, God. So, let's uh, steer from that. I, 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 honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that... Um, there was backlash over this because I feel like it captures like the mansplaining to Melfi. Yeah. Between it does. I mean between Richard and, and between um um uh Peter Bogdanovich's character, like I, I, I Elliot Kupferberg, like, yeah. Elliot Kupferberg, like I feel like they're they're both like not getting what she is going through and mm. trying to tell her like what she's right. feeling. Right. And she even says it. She's like, yeah. Oh, condescend to me, Richard. It makes me so hot. Like right. He yeah, maybe it's very condescending. Maybe it's a little heavy-handed for now, but like for for twenty years ago, I feel like you know it's like capturing um, 
what oh, I would yeah, imagine seeds. it feels like to be told what you're feeling when uh, men around you like don't fucking have any clue. Right. Right. Yeah. And he does like victim blame her a bit. Like, hey, yeah. what, didn't I tell you to get on the phone with somebody yeah. when you're walking yeah. in the call the security the guard when you're yeah. leaving? Yeah. yeah. Right. Even the, even her son, what he does, oh, how God. he responds. Dude, I will fuck, say, dude, um, I fucking oh hate God, that guy. <laughs> And I mean, actually, actually, the it's great too because jungle the out there, whatever the hell The dad, the dad responds later in a similar way where they show his hands. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, they, yeah, they, they, they. It's like, so well, good. I love that. Up. He looks like such a. They scene. show him like, like, balling up his hands and fists, and then ultimately he just sort of like releases them, and then the direct next shot is Tony just like severing a, a, a piece of wood, piece of wood, in half. Oh, by the way, we get. We get confirmation in this episode when Chris is to, uh, talking to Tony about uh, the stick up at uh, at Rutgers that uh, he didn't. Uh, Jackie Jr. did indeed piss the seats, so he didn't come. He, didn't, <laughs> he wasn't. He didn't, he didn't jerk off. He, he did not jerk off. He did indeed piss himself, but he handled himself great. He did piss. Uh, handled himself he have, great. How, how did he handle himself great? He fucking pissed the seats. Well, they got away. I mean, they got away, I mean, but he like. What? <laughs> he didn't handle himself great, and he doesn't handle himself great in the ultimate like stick up of the card game. Like he's not cut out for this clearly. But I think no. I think Chris was trying to save his own ass by saying, "Hey, look, the kids got potential. That's why I used them." You know, instead yeah, of saying, like, "Oh him. yeah, it was right. a fucking mess." Right, right, right. <laughs> and I brought him in anyway. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I did this because I was like fucking not making enough money at the book, and I fucking <laughs> right, yeah. was in trouble. A, a lot of times things fall. Tony's lap like I mean Richie Aprile fell in his mm-hmm. lap like the fact that he didn't stick up the card game what if he was successful at sticking up the card game what if he didn't kill anybody what if you know like it's true I yeah. mean yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. know and things things have a way of falling in his lap um this is true so uh yeah I don't know I don't one know. thing I wanted to bring up is I, I think um obviously we've spoken about it in the past I want to hear your guys take because I love the dream sequences in this show. Mm-hmm. Melfi's dream in this episode uh, is is probably my least favorite interpretation of a dream in the in the <laughs> series. I feel like it's yeah. a little the, so, on the nose. The, the whole vending machine thing is like really heavy handed. Uh, like, the vending ah. machine thing, her putting the little dried macaronis in. Right, like, right. <laughs> um, the dog is just too is very obviously supposed to represent tony like it's it's just a little on the yeah, nose dude melfi's dreaming sucks so, dude <laughs> sometimes sometimes dreams are handed it's, sometimes it, dreams are, are on you're the right nose. you're right um yeah I but i expect a little more from soprano's dreams true um well you know they hey they gotta represent dreams in a you know in a fair and balanced way I, I, much like my favorite news coverage is fair and balanced right. yes, that's right <laughs> Uh, I guess I guess like because the dream is heavy handed, it's a little easier for her to identify what was happening in it and di- didn't need to rely on Elliot to kind of like 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 the Wizard of Oz thing. Like yeah. Elliot has to kind of dig with her for it. Like she right. she knows exactly what was going on in the dream. You know, right, right. Well, she sort of comes to the um. She, she, yeah, but yeah, that even that I felt like was heavy. Like, she's like, Oh, a Rottweiler that is the direct descendant of what, yeah, to guard, yeah, oh, that's true, that's sure. That was weird. We don't need it. We, it worked, the analogy works without the historical 
dog reference. Yeah, like, Roman why would Army. She know that? Um, yeah. Uh, you still got to have like that scene so like the plebs can sure, uh, understand sure, sure, sure. it. Because you know there's a lot of plebs going, what was that fucking dream with the dog? Dude, what was that, that fucking dog? That dog was Where are these scary? vending machines that take macaroni? I'll tell you what. <laughs> I've tried to put macaroni thinking it would work. <laughs> you get no coke. No, you get your macaronis back. Um, okay, well, that's, that's, that's I mean, anything else you guys want to say? say. <laughs> Uh, set, I just want to address the plebs, bro. Yeah, dude. Where, yeah, where are the plebs um, at? Um, uh, I do. Uh, I thought. Sorry. I like the suit that he was wearing uh, in one of the scenes with Mel. Cool, he cool, cool. Like real sharp. Yeah. Uh, three sharp. Three quick things. Um, Ooh, three. When yeah, when when Janice is in the hospital, she goes, "When did I get like this?" And Tony goes, "You really want to know?" <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Like you've always been like uh, this. Like uh, I don't know, as far <laughs> as I can fucking remember, you like you've always been a conniving like yeah. fucking piece of shit. Look yeah. at like the the flashback in season one when like he like like sneaks into the trunk and like sees her like she's such a shitbag. Like even then, oh, yeah. like yeah. she's always been that way. <laughs> Terrible. Um, um, Gigi, when they're talking about like where the taxes are going, uh, Gigi goes, "This is in early two thousand one, right?" Hmm. Yeah. Gigi goes, fighting terrorism. That's what we should do. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Dude. Well, of course hey, the mob Quasimodo guys are rooting pre- for... Hey, Quasimodo predicted all this, you know? <laughs> yeah, like... of course the mob guys are rooting for the FBI to redirect all their assets towards <laughs> terrorism. That's but, true. But, but yeah, Very no, I think, it's, I think it's fair to say that... Interesting. Um, Very interesting. That stuck out yeah, to me. I think, I think people, especially around the New York area with the World Trade Center in 93 and... Mm-hmm. and and all that stuff were a little more attuned to terrorism being a threat, right? True. So, but like but that was ninety still, that was ninety three. Like, I know, yeah. I yeah. mean I know, that's a good I think point, we were yeah. fucking yeah. pretty fucking stunned on the morning of nine eleven. <laughs> yeah. I I don't, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I do No, I, I knew. I do I yeah, that's I true. Do. Well you did. <laughs> I do think it was definitely a buzzword that was used a lot. Terrorism. So, probably yeah, true. Like, probably true. But you're right. No, I think it's a good. I think it's a good point. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Good, I think it's a good uh, fun. Uh, like I just um, it stuck out. Uh, the last thing is, uh, we open on uh, fucking Johnny Sacks housewarming parties. Like fucking cherry popping daddies playing. Like what was that playing? Like wait, was it? Like it was like <laughs> one of those stupid like squirrel jets. nut zippers. Like one of those like. <laughs> Was it like was that like that music was it still like in like that shit was in in like 1996 like I thought that was such a weird for, like for the music supervisor I thought it was a weird touch. Very strange. That, but maybe maybe it was like Ginny Sack like what the to listen to we have to be current or something. I, I got know. this new album like, Zoot Suit Riot. <laughs> I did. Oh, was it that song? It I wasn't that song, but it was that style. Oh, man, I would have if it was that song. That, that vein. Yeah, you open up and um, all the mob they, guys and their wives are swing dancing to uh, Zoot Suit Riot. That would have been right, great. Right, right, I mean, I did play a Hack Off favorite. Shout out to Hack Off, a uh, friend of the pod. Uh, Oops, I did it again, right? <laughs> Yeah, they did. Uh, That's in, true. in this episode. They did. True. Which, uh, well, Brittany. In... I don't know if that was trying to say anything. Probably not. <laughs> no, just that she was everywhere back then, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, should and we? Of course, and of course, Meadow uh, sings it when she's all drunk, uh, when oh, she's yeah. throwing throwing food at Uncle oh. June. Oops. I'm, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. Yes. Which is at the end of the season. Yes. Yes, it is. 
what are they trying to say with these Britney Spears references? They probably just like were like, well, we bought this song. Like HBO's like, we actually have the rights to this. Yeah, let's just let's go. We paid a lot for this. Um, what else did what else did I see? Oh, keep talking. It sets also sets up Ralphie's like obsession with Gladiator. Like that's a running fucking thing. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we do in life? There are two products. Echoes in eternity. Scotch and soda. Two products. Yep. There were two products in the episode, like, like it wasn't like Coke and Pepsi, but they were like, fuck, JB products where they were like, oh, Acme Cola. Yeah, Acme Cola, your favorite. No, I don't remember. Okay. All right. Cool. Should we move on All to right. fucking internet? Let's do it. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's, I'll try to avoid the, the, the heavy stuff because I feel like we, I feel like personally, I feel like we knocked it out of the park talking about that heavy stuff. I really do. Stinks. You know, dude, so. you know, we, we fucking crushed it when like fucking internet is kind of hairy. It's like, oh, we kind of already fucking covered this shit because <laughs> yeah. we're so fucking good at this now. Yeah. Okay. So here's a fun one. Yeah, this is episode what? 30 something? Yeah. 35? Like, we are fucking. Dude, we yeah. finally figured it out. Yeah, we're fucking. We doing took it. us over a year. We're, we're fucking <laughs> with gas. Um, this, is, this is a fun one. This one, oh, so fucking internet, of course, the part of the show where we, we source uh, questions and comments from around the internet um, on what people are saying about Sopranos. This one from Reddit, user purpleowl85. Choose yeah. wisely. Choose one of these groups to be stuck in an elevator with for six hours. You guys ready? Oh, no. Yep. Four groups of three. Either Livia, Artie, Adriana. Okay. Christopher, Melfi, AJ. Gloria, uh-huh. Johnny Sack, Janice. Or Polly, Meadow, and Elliot Kupferberg. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I what was the second one again? Second one was Christopher Melfi AJ. It's probably that. What was the, what was the third one? Gloria Johnny Sack Janice. I mean Janice just ruins that. You don't want to. You don't want to be. No. I mean Gloria no. fine. In an elevator. Johnny Sack. I feel what like would be a dick one? to you. The first one was Livia Artie and Adriana. No, no. not that nope. one. I don't want to be nope. there. Nope. I don't want to be. What was the fourth one? Polly Meadow and Elliot. Kupferberg. You don't blame him for getting you stuck on this elevator? <laughs> <laughs> what did he do now? One, sure. What was the second one again? Christopher Melfi AJ. <laughs> yeah, that seems like it'll be a little more. Chill. You know, it's funny. I, I I actually voted in this poll, and we all voted the same way. Christopher Melfi AJ. Yeah. I yeah, that makes that makes because I know, feel like Christopher, that, that you seems... get along. He's you know he's a psychopath, but you get along with him. Melfi's lovely. Yeah. And AJ's just a fucking idiot. You could just to have a conversation with. Also, Mike, Mike like still the, like made a good point last week. Like AJ is just kind of aloof. Like he'll, yeah. <laughs> he would probably just be quiet the yeah. whole time. Like, right. Yeah, totally. He'd be like, just wait for the fucking uh, fire department to come. So no big deal. <laughs> yeah. His headphones I, on. Yeah. But, I think, like, uh, but it'll yeah. probably be fixed soon. I think. Uh, but we, we did not win this poll guys. Cause, cause there was another group that, that was beating Christopher Melfi, AJ. And that was Pauly Meadow and Elliot Kupferberg. Oh my God! <laughs> how? By how much? Uh, fifty-one to forty-eight. When I saw. Oh my God! What? Oh, well, the the, the last place was oh. Livia Artie Adriana. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anything um, with Livia is awful. Yeah. 
but uh, I don't see the appeal of Pauly, Meadow, AJ, or Elliot, I mean. Pauly would be freaking out. He'd be so fucking annoying. Meadow is obnoxious. Yeah. And, like, Elliot would just be, like, fucking mansplaining to us, like, how, like, like I, I don't know. He'd be, like, an annoying therapist about the situation. Like, he's so, like, such a herb. <laughs> There's a lot of, a, like, Pauly and Meadow, like, A-type personalities. Yeah, it would be, yeah. Like, let's do this, let's do this, or, like, fighting and then <laughs> Elliot trying to be the peacemaker but n- not being successful. Right, right. Sipping out of his stupid, um, gigantic water bottle. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. He's, like, he's, I'm hung. And I, if I was in the elevator with them, I'd just be saying I'm hungry. The time, <laughs> so I'd be of no help. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyway, this one from uh, <laughs> at Ross W. Berman the fourth. Oh, fuck. On Twitter. Member of the tribe. Loyalty. Member, member of the tribe. Um, imagine Jewish being loyalty. HBO in 2001 and receiving season three of The Sopranos. Employee of the month. Disturbing. University, disturbing as fuck. Yep. Pine Barrens, bleak and disturbing. Ralph Zifferetto, one of the cruelest characters in TV. Seriously, how did this season get made? You know, what? I only put this like, because I think it's interesting because David Chase and uh, David Chase got so much shit for the first two seasons for being violent. Right. Like, like gratuitously so. And then season three is like way more fucking violent. True. Like graphically violent. I mean, think about um, Bobby's dad and that whole thing with another toothpick. Yeah, like right. those fucking murders are. And like Tr- Tony Tracy. grabbing like uh, Gloria by the neck and like and throwing her down. Choke slamming yeah, yeah, her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they just like you know when they when they needed to find other plot lines, probably because um, Lydia died. Yeah. They just went all in. Yeah. yeah. And I think what's great even too about like, I think what's more effective like with this season is that I think the production value is way up. Totally. The lighting is a lot better. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that roast like, last the, week. Like, filming. Oh, looks so good. It looks more cinematic. No, but the, isn't it, isn't it, it looks more cinematic. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think like that, I think that is, that sticks with you mm. as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, season three brought a lot of changes, but, uh, but I, I think the point was, it's like pretty like for twenty years ago, especially trying like now. I mean, I don't know. Are you guys um, watching Lovecraft Country? I, I'm not caught up, but yes, yeah. There, there. I mean, now, like it's just uh, say oh, what you will about the, the woman pump. See, well, I was gonna say like there's a guy getting uh, forcibly raped in the ass with the heel of a like stiletto. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, that's what I let's not spoil too much. For we already spoiled this, uh, <laughs> like this TV show for yeah. people. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> we're gonna get, we're gonna yeah. get killed yeah. with the Lovecraft yeah. spoils now. Yeah, the Venn diagram in the middle of this Venn diagram, probably not too many people. Yeah. Way to go, goalie! Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Spoiler but, alert. I'm sorry, but you yeah, know what? Yeah. We we've been doing this for 35 episodes, and now this is. The <laughs> yeah, end. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck! We're I killed canceled. it. Turn to black. Turn to black. No, but. But I, I feel like nowadays it's like a race to be the most graphic and disturbing. Um, sure. And, and then sometimes it's warranted, sometimes it's not. But like that's true. Game of Thrones like kind of upped that. Upped push the, the envelope. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, anyway, let's move on. We got uh, this one from Reddit user. <laughs> you're 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 uh, in front of me. 
What? Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, yeah. Never mind, Gully. Sorry. Don't worry. Sorry, about listeners. What we're uh, th- there may or may not be a Yankee <laughs> game on while Joe and I uh, <laughs> have it on while we're recording. So. Um. Um. um anyway, Gully, you have our undivided. Yes. Oh, great. Yeah. Always. I'm sure that's true. Absolutely. Always. Um, <laughs> this one from user S Z Zepish eight nine six. Don't know. Okay. Where well, does Polly find all these women? Season three, episode four, employee of the month. Towards the end of the episode, everyone's at a house party at Johnny Sachs. Tony walks in, and in the background, Polly Walnuts is making out with some hot blonde against the wall. Where does he find these girls? What happened to the woman with two kids? Did you guys notice that? <laughs> Wait, what? Did you guys see Polly making I, out with some like I, tall I actually, blonde woman? I've never noticed that. No. I just in noticed the, it for what, the first time. In what scene? In at Johnny, the housewarming party. At the housewarming party with Johnny. Sack. He's oh, he's like no, never up against that. like the door frame and is just like, you know, being Polly, but like fucking making out with her. And then oh. it's right before it cuts to like Chris and Adriana out on the deck, and they're fucking making out like they're like going going hard at Johnny Sack's housewarming. What's going on here? <laughs> Definitely what, coke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're all fucked up. What'd they put in this fucking punch at the Johnny Sack housewarming? But anyway. That's hilarious. Yeah. These, these people just have no rules. Yeah. You know, they have no I mean, rules. immediately what I what I thought of was like, I feel bad for that actress being pinned against the wall with Tony Sirico. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. God yeah. Doing God no knows what. Reason. Yeah. Um, for no reason. Yeah. Um, or what? A, well, I mean, the actress who he's having sex with in the opening of uh, what season two? Is <laughs> oh yeah, the, on like yeah. the, the pool no, table for yeah. no real reason. Right. No right. real reason. That's fine. Hey, Davy Chase. Uh, I think I should be making out with some hot extra here. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like for, from what I've listened, like heard about him about Tony Sirico, like on Talking Sopranos pod, like it sounds like he was, you know, he's like, a little pushy. I mean, like I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't like. Uh, I listened to the episode uh, where they talked to Alan Coulter, and Alan Coulter was like, mm. "Man, he was he was always trying to, you know, just trying to get his face <laughs> in the shot. Always just trying to sneak his way in." So I'm like, I can see him being like, "Well, where do I fucking fit yeah, in right. here?" Yeah, right, right. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, "David, I, you know, I was talking this extra. I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, if we, you know, hey, God, I mean, yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised." Them. Uh, check it uh, out. Funny. Also, how does he get women? Uh, he's a fucking mobster with money. Like, I mean, come right. on. Like, obviously. Right. Like, uh, yeah. I I don't think they like met like at the club. Like, I like <laughs> I think, like it's yeah. like, probably some fucking like he has nothing but uh, gumars. Like that's like yeah. all of his shit. Like, but yeah. like on, uh, women okay on the Gumar. payroll. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gumars. Gumars only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's do a final, final, final fun one. This one from at the Sopranos Club on Twitter. Friend of oh, the pod. Stupidest yes, the pod. Mafia double act. They did a poll uh, between Brendan and Christopher, uh, Matt and Sean, or Jackie Jr. and Dino. Oh, Matt and Sean. I mean, who's. Wait, can you guys hear these kids? No. No. Oh, cool. I just have just some children mind. haunting my house. Great. Uh, um, month, anyway. month eight of quarantine. You're just like <laughs> yeah. hearing shit. That's fine. Um, okay. Hey, you guys Brandon, see these, Chris, Matt, guys Sean, see these clowns behind me? <laughs> Who's the stupidest, though? 
Matt and Sean? You would say Matt and Sean? Matt and Sean. I, I, well, I, it's tough. There's like a really dumb person like and a smarter person in each of these. Like Dino, <laughs> Sean, right, and right, – um, right. Well, I mean, Matt like went to Pace College. Yeah, Matt so. – no, Matt. Matt's not a moron, but like – Matt is the smart yeah, one of yeah. that. Uh, but the, but the, the team – is is you would say Matt and Sean? I think overall is um, Matt Matt and Sean just because, uh, like Jackie does the shit he does because of entitlement. You know, like um, it's not stupidity per se, and like he gets like amped up by Ralph to do that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like he gets completely manipulated into fucking trying to do that heist. Uh, yeah. Like Matt and Sean are just absolute fucking morons. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess I would have to yeah, agree with true. that. Yeah, I, I guess I would say that as well, um, and that is indeed the winner. Though that's funny. It's funny Up that you club. do say that. There's, there's like a smarter one out of the yeah. two. Yeah. Well, Je- well, it was very close. It was forty-four percent Matt and Sean, and forty-two point one percent Jackie Jr. and Dino, and then fourteen percent Brendan and Chris. Yeah, I but, think part uh, of that yeah, too is like it, more recency bias, like if you can call it that, because it's all fucking million years old. But like, that's true. I think I think people remember Brendan Falone a little less. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And his friendship with with Chris was cut short, like within the yeah first three episodes, I think. But it but, is um, good. It, it it it's probably one of the better parts of season one. Like, like Chris oh, yeah. Chris Christopher's reaction when Brendan gets killed is fucking great. Oh yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's great. And the, his ultimate like revenge he gets on Mikey Palmese for for uh, killing Brennan is yeah. great. Yep. Uh, that's all I got. Cool. Ah, good stuff. Um, yeah, this is a um a really uh, a difficult episode within um apparently yeah a difficult season a bleak mm. season. Although I would disagree with that other guy. Like, uh, I don't find Pine Barrens to be so bleak. I think it's like one of the funniest episodes like yeah it's i mean it's not i guess like aesthetically bleak because they're out in the snow for so much of it but like that's like one of the like most comedic fucking episodes like agreed um but uh yeah tough app tough app Um, tough app you guys definitely hear them now, right? You hear them? Yeah, yeah, a little bit now. Yes, I hear them. them. Um, Having a birthday party or some shit? Seven oh five on a Tuesday. (laughs) Uh, Folks, uh, if you want to reach out to us and complain about the kids you hear in the background, uh, or uh, you know how we handle this difficult episode, or things that you like that uh, you're happy that we're doing, please reach out to us. Email us uh, whenever you'd like at osopranospod at gmail.com you can always find us memeing and posting our apps uh, on Twitter and Instagram at osopranospod yeah guys hey we're going to uh, a cabin this weekend yes we're we are be, we're going to be hanging out hopefully uh, be uh, no uh, like Sopranos home movies situation you know I, I could like maybe, you <laughs> no know, there should, will be one of we, us is yeah. uh Especially if we uh, play Monopoly, I mean, I mean then forget we play about Monopoly, it, but... forget about. It. Uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe has smacked me in the face uh, in the past, and our our friend Steve, who will be in attendance, has smacked Joe. So, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, okay. Maybe we'll okay. smack. We don't uh... need to tell these strangers <laughs> about our plans. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you if you'd like to find us, uh, yeah, we'll be out later. Hit us up. <laughs> Come out. Uh, all right, guys. As always. Oh. Oh! Oh!
You've counted on restaurants, now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving. Oh, my own, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, gabagool, some fresh fish, some nice bakala, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Mm. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on its way. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off your delivery and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget, that's code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Oh, the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Chasing it, baby, chasing it. Head to bed online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome to BreezeLine, where next-level internet speeds mean next-level productivity. Whether it's back to school, back to work, or back to reality, don't let slow internet slow down your game. Kick it up a notch with a game-changing offer of 500 megabits per second of lightning-fast speed for only $39.99 per month. Choose BreezeLine and get next-level internet and faster speeds backed by a fiber-powered network. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more.